Hey everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. And we have tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started. This is episode 253, Eco-Friendly Design and Decor. I love this topic because I think there's so many things that we can do to improve the air that we breathe in our homes and just be a little more friendly to our planet. Yeah, I so agree. And even if you're thinking, gosh, you know, my house was built, uh, you know, in 1952 or something and nobody was doing green stuff. How am I going to change my house? Well, you don't really need to change so much of the structure of your house unless you're doing some major renovations. Then you really want to learn about green building and all of that. But these are just going to be some simple tips, things that are easy to do, sort of the low-hanging fruit of going green and being (laughs) eco-friendly and ideas that you just might not have occurred to you or maybe you thought of, but you you haven't implemented yet. So maybe Mm -hmm. today after you listen to the podcast, you'll take a few of these tips to heart and you'll even doing these small things over time will make a big difference. And a lot of these things can actually make your home more pleasant too. Oh yeah. Right. But before we get started, I did want to mention if you are going to Round Top that Kelly and I, and I'm so sorry that Yvonne's not going to make it there with us, but we're going to be at Round Top at Blue Hills this fall. Specifically, uh, I know, well, we'll be there most of the, sh- most of the show, but we'll definitely be there on the 22nd is when the show opens there at Blue Hills. So come by. Say hi. We're going to be bringing our pillows, lavender sachets, and a bunch of other fun things. So we're looking forward to meeting you. Sounds like fun, girls. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't believe I'm going. I mean, it's been on my list for years and years, (laughs) and then I'm going to get to go. It's going to be in a blink of an eye. So yeah, if you haven't uh, thought about it yet, there's still time to make plans to go to Round Top. So get one of your girlfriends or your mom or your sister or your daughter and or your husband or somebody and grab them and come and see us. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's the best girl trip ever. It, there's so many groups of women that go. It's so fun. It really oh, is fun. Uh, yeah, I'm so excited. So I am excited too to share some of these eco-friendly tips. And you know, being in California, we might do a little bit more than other people in other parts of the country, but I don't know. I think that the whole nation is really moving towards a, you know, a real actionable awareness of how we have to well, do these things. Well, have you noticed the straw thing where you are? I mean, I guess it's not specific to homes, but the plastic straws? Yes. Oh, yes. Kind of mm-hmm. gone now. You can just I get know. the paper ones. Well, we love the paper straws because they're just so dang cute. So I'm, I know, I'm okay with that. Oh, no, they're a little mushy, fine. but they're cute. Yeah. Well, there's actually, I, when we were on vacation, we had some paper straws and my girls are big straw users and they were the ones that didn't like the mushiness of the cute paper straws. Mm-hmm. And these straws were almost like cardboard. So oh. much thicker. Yeah. So they really oh, worked. I mean, you didn't really, couldn't really tell the difference. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Hey, and listen, for anybody who's like, well, any if you're 21 and older, I was going to say 40 and older, but you know, using straws is very bad for wrinkles around your mouth. It's almost, it's almost as bad as smoking. Yeah, I don't use a straw. If I no, I don't it. use a straw anymore Unless for it's years. A smoothie, I don't use it. Yeah, <laughs> I just use them for pretty. 
Okay, but here's the other thing. And then, but if you're drinking like iced tea or iced coffee, then you've got the teeth whitening thing. So I think it cuts both ways, but that's a totally off topic. I can whiten my teeth. I cannot do Botox and filler on my lips. (laughs) Wow. We're really giving you all the tips today across the board. Any tip you want, we're throwing it at you. Yeah. So Okay, let's let's start with (laughs) eco-friendly. All right. You say eco and I say echo. Yeah, echo. Yeah, I say eco. So yeah. Echo, echo, eco, eco. Okay. Well, one thing that you can do um, in purchasing furniture, so big ticket furniture items, you can, if you're not buying uh, antiques or thrifted, you can try to make sure that the furniture is some sort of certified sustainable wood. And there are actual labels that will be put on the, the furniture. And there are certain companies like Lee, I know, is known for their green standards and all that. That's great. Um, so you might want to look for those sorts of things when you're buying um, new furnishings now. But there are obviously other ways to furnish your home that are really eco-friendly. Yeah. And what we're talking about is there's really a designation called F. SC on the furniture. And it's basically, you know how you have fair trade coffee. It's like the fair trade of the furniture world. Mm-hmm. So that's something to keep in mind. And, you know, I'm thinking about uh, carpet. A lot of times a carpet has lots of chemicals and it releases a lot of toxins in your home. So, I mean, this is a bigger ticket item, but if you're choosing what to put in your home, I certainly try to avoid carpet. Well, let me just circle back to using vintage furniture. I think it's really important that, um, you know, there's so many beautiful pieces that get discarded into landfills every year. And for a while, I wasn't using them, but I'm really back into seeing the beauty and the economy, actually. It's very, it's less, way less expensive than buying new furniture, of, of finding um, reclaimed pieces. Another thing you can do is you can paint them and you can re- slip cover them or recover them in beautiful updated fabrics. Yeah. So if you're not going to um, purchase new furnishings, you know, we are all about going thrifting, going antiquing. I and mean, that is the ultimate green way to buy furniture or anything else for your home. So definitely consider that as an option. I bet a lot of people that are listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks are already doing that. So you should pack yourself on the back because you are really going green. You're not requiring a manufacturer to create new products. So you're not giving having them give off any carbon in making your product and you're saving something from a landfill. So you're full cycle, really green and sustainable going the thrifted or antique route. You can also have sustainable fabrics. So you should think about the fabrics. Polyester, obviously not very sustainable, but if you wool or linen or or any of the other organic fabrics are terrific choices for your home. It's They're not going to give off any fumes. They're going to last a really long time because they're very durable and they are going to they really just feel better on your skin too. So consider that. And that is, again, another green option. Uh, a small way of using fabric in a really green way is to reuse, to not reuse, but to use cloth napkins rather than using paper products. Because every day when you're using a paper napkin, you, it's going somewhere, right? And it has to be broken down in some landfill or even if it's in somebody's personal compost bin, it's still taking time and energy. This way you could have the cloth napkins and you can use them and just throw them in the washer. You know, another thing that you can think about is using Energy Store appliances and you can save a lot of energy uh, on those. So, you know, the next time you're buying 
an appliance, I think that's a great way to go. And as far as baking, have you noticed that when you're using a glass or ceramic dish in your oven that it holds the heat more? That no, is, I hadn't noticed that. Why is yeah, that? Uh, well, I mean, it's the material. I mean, that's just a function of that type of material. So if you use a ceramic or a glass dish, it is going to be more efficient at heating up your food. And when you pull your food out, it's going to keep your food warmer for longer. So I, and plus I'm concerned about aluminum overload on our body. So I don't really use aluminum a pie plates in the oven anymore. So I'll use either a stainless steel pan or a ceramic or glass, but mostly ceramic or glass. Here's another idea. How about um, really uh, paying attention to the type of candles you use? Because oh, mm-hmm. yeah, there are just so many bad for you. Yeah, there really there. are, especially paraffin candles. I was, um, you know, I hadn't paid attention to that for a long time, but then you know, I'm just thinking maybe this is not good for me. All these, even the, even the scents and things they put into it may not be um, d- um, derived from essential oils. So you want to be very careful. You want to use no paraffin, soy, beeswax, um, and something that has essential oils in it and not a lot of chemicals. Yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of this whole eco-friendly thing goes along with something that the three of us try to live by. And that is to really eliminate a lot of these uh, petrochemical products. Just use that for your car. But uh, don't you, you know, we really try to avoid the synthetic fabrics. And, you know, so for rugs, I prefer wool for clothing or for, you know, textile products for my home. I prefer cotton and linen, maybe silk or wool. For blankets, I prefer wool over polyester. I mean, all of these things are not really, these uh, synthetic fabrics are not really great for the environment. Anita, I I so agree with you, Anita. Um, I know that we're big fans of linen, like linen bedding and even linen blankets. I know that um, you have a beautiful uh, linen coverlet that you've made, Anita, and that you can share we can share in the show notes. It's just beautiful, but you know, really keeping things uh, more sustainable. And linen has, believe it or not, like anti-pest um, properties that the bugs don't like it. So it's nice, though. You know, if you put something away, the moths aren't going to get it, or you're, or um, you just know it'll be sort of extra clean. Mm-hmm. And I even think about the pesticides that you use. And remember, I joke, we have the natural pesticide company that we use. And I always joke that he sprays lemon juice around the house. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes again. I'm not really sure it's that far off, but you can do some homemade pens- pesticides that are natural. And some of the ones that I've read about are chopped tomato leaves and garlic oil spray. So there's a lot of things you can do. And because I always think, well, if the pesticide is killing the bugs what's it doing for us i agree with you and i've seen too many of these guys who spray the pesticides that seem to have some physical health problems and i just think i can't help but think it's probably tied to those pesticides so it's really something and roundup now we're finding out it's in all of these products that we're eating i mean it's everywhere so i mean i would even go so far as to say not not just try to avoid the pesticides in your home. But, you know, we try to eat 
clean and eat organic things too, because you don't want those uh, pesticides coming in. You don't want to be eating them either. You know, so yeah, that's something to think Anita, about. Anita, you make a very good point. And I think it even goes as far as the kind of cleaning products you use in your home and how your home smells. And I think there are so many wonderful recipes for using like baking soda or vinegar um, with essential oils that do a really nice job. And I have, um, I use baking soda and essential oil for a um, sink scrub and it's fabulous. And it does just as, almost just as well. I can't say quite as well as um, one that was a little harder chemical, but it certainly smells better and I can keep up with it because I don't mind doing it more often. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. And then I think too about just something as simple as don't open the refrigerator all the time. I mean, try to think about what you're getting before you're opening it. Don't just stand there with the the door open staring. And I don't do it too much. I mean, I really don't do that very often. Keep the door open because our refrigerator starts yelling at you after a while. So I really try to avoid being yelled at because it really. My mother speaking. used to yell at me. I totally remember that <laughs> when I was little. Like you'd be bored or you'd be like, oh, okay. I just need a study break. And I'd open the refrigerator and I'd stand there like something was going to make us, you know, it was going to make a sandwich and hand it to me or something. Yeah. And I oh, remember my mother like, shut the refrigerator door. I mean, she was so right. I don't know if she was thinking about being green or she was just like, hey, that's a, you know, it's a waste of energy and my stuff is going to defrost. But yeah, so <laughs> it's just a habit that people do. So a lot of these things that we're talking about today, like, you know, using paper napkins instead of cloth napkins, it's just a simple, it's a habit. If you're using paper, well, just try to switch it. If you have the habit of standing in front of the refrigerator and planning your meal, then, you know, don't do that. Don't open it. Just try to visualize what in there or take a quick peek and then shut it again. There's a lot of simple things that you could do when you're going to the grocery store. If you're not doing it already, please bring your reusable bags. You can buy them everywhere now or just use bags that you get going to other stores and keep reusing them till they fall apart. Like I have paper bags in my trunk that, you know, they have seen, you know, 10, 20, maybe 15 grocery trips. And then maybe the handle comes off. And I have other plastic ones that I either buy at Trader Joe's or, you know, the, the ones that are a little more heavy duty for the heavier things. But yeah, get in the habit of doing that here. I don't know if it's everywhere, but if I go into a grocery store and I forget to take my bags out of my trunk, like I, I'm so embarrassed. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot my reusable bags. Like, it's just a thing. You know, we all do it. And I'll even stop mid aisle, leave my cart if I've forgotten them and run back out to my car and get them because it's just something I've become accustomed to doing. And you think to yourself, like, why didn't everybody do this all the time? You know, back you know, hundreds of years ago or 150 years ago when people went to the general store, you know, they didn't expect the general store clerk to give them a whole bunch of plastic bags to take home with them. You know, they probably came with their own tote bag or their net bag or something like that, or they just carried their stuff. So that can be a real, that's like a lob ball, so easy to do and will make a big difference. Because think about all those bags that need to be made and then people throw them out and then they have to go to the landfill and then they have to decompose and then they get made in, you know, then they have to make more bags. Well, and you know how I hate to even say the word toilet. 
So it's just because I love you so much that I'm sharing this idea is a low flow toilet. That's I have an entire post on low flow. <laughs> in the I'm show to, notes. I'm going to add Put it, it in the show notes. Good job. I will. Yeah. And, and speaking of saving water, I mean, the other thing you can do is to use a shower over a bath. So oh, Anita, that's, that's going to be tough for you. I know you love your bath. Well, I, yeah, but I'm a shower person okay. most of the time. I just like to take pictures in my bathroom. <laughs> yeah, it's, again, it's like, it's like my breakfast room. We don't actually eat in there. We just take pictures of it, the bathtub. I just take oh, pictures okay. of it. Oh, okay. All this time I, I thought you were a bath girl. Okay. Well, no, I love them, but I just don't. Yeah. Who has kind time? Of, your pictures are so convincing. As a blogger, who has time? <laughs> Well, and then yeah, and just hose thinking, me down. I got to do something else. And think about this is so sad. There's so many homeowner associations that at some point decided that seeing a clothesline was tacky. Oh yes. So you couldn't have a clothesline anymore. Now, when I was a little kid, my mom had a clothesline, but you know, it's somewhere along the way that was considered uncool. And there's so many homeowners associations that don't allow you to have a clothesline. And now guess what? It's really one of the best ways to dry your clothes and they smell better. They're fresher and it saves so much energy. So yeah, yeah. that's a way to go. It is. And, um, Another thing that you can do that's really easy, and you know, it's this probably is a, lo- a little bit harder for people to get their heads around than doing cloth napkins or bringing bags to the grocery store. But a little composter pail under your sink for your veggie scraps and things like that. If you have a garden, and most people, if they have a home, they have some sort of plantings in the front, you're doing the best thing that you can do for your garden. And you're saving, again, all these things from going into the trash and having to be taken away. Um, So consider them. Again, you can get them on Amazon, or you can get them at any of sort of gardener supply or places like that. But they're little, they're contained. It's not like you're going to have any scent coming up from under your sink. And it's a really great way to feed your garden and keep stuff out of landfill. It, it is. And it's and it's something I've done for decades. Just don't use anything that has animal fat in it. Add some leaves, brown leaves or, um, or organic grass clippings and um, over that. And you've got, you've got the working for a um, little compost pile that will, that will render you some beautiful topsoil. Yeah. And you know, if you, you know, everybody is familiar with that scent of paint. Like, oh God, it was just painted. You know, you can't go in the room, kids. And, you know, let's air it out. If you're painting now, choose low VOC paints. They're all over the market. They might cost you a little bit more per gallon, but it is so worth it because not only is the paint fume going to be very prevalent right after it's painted, but it just doesn't go away. You know, it's there and it's in the air. And if you can avoid putting things like that in the air in your home, you should do it. Even if it's going to cost you two bucks more per gallon, go for it. It's It will really um, make a big difference over time. And it doesn't affect the colors or the saturation of the paints at all. In fact, some of the paints that are low VOC are higher end, so they're better paints anyway. And you don't know yeah, what you're breathing. Those it's um, um, those volatile, those volatile organic organic compounds. You have no idea what you're breathing in. 
Yeah, but they're volatile. So none of that's good. Yeah, you don't so, want you know, Having said all this, I, you know, you know, I do like the scent of Windex because it brings <laughs> back childhood memories, but I have kicked my Windex habit. So there are. Did so you many, really? I did. I did. Yeah. What did I you replace to. it with? Did you tell? Well, so I like, I love um, seventh generation products. Mm-hmm, I really mm-hmm. like those. And um, they have the all purpose cleaner, which I really like. And they also have. I know we're not, you don't like to say it, but you did say it. So I'll say it toilet cleaner. And mm-hmm. it's, um, the bergamot, which is, you know, that kind of that scent that's in, um, Earl Grey tea and mixed with some other nice scent like lavender or something like that. And it's, it's really lovely and oh, it really okay. works. Yeah. So I'm a big advocate of seventh generation. They're also really well priced, you know, some mm-hmm. maybe that's 10. True. Yeah, I'll 10 years ago, mm-hmm. five years ago, if you wanted to get the, the, um, this stuff that wasn't all toxic in the cleanser aisle, you were paying a whole lot more. Now you're not. The other thing no, you you're can right. use is Norwex. And we've talked about that before. And that's a product that's embedded with silver. So it mm-hmm. is an antibacterial. It's a fabulous cleaner. It's right in the clods. And also they have a great window cleaning system where you just put the rag on the window, wash it off. And then they've got this other rag that absolutely polishes it to sparkling and you're using Norwex Norwex N-O-R-W-E-X oh okay. and that reminds me of my my beeswax polish that I like to use yes yes and that's great on granite countertop and it's it's very um, seems to be pretty friendly I wonder as if far you as could fumes. use that on soapstone Anita uh, you can use it on almost everything you can use it on glass countertop stainless steel uh, wood Put I, I would imagine notes. you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will because it's such, I use it all the time. The other thing is when you're buying uh, bigger ticket items, you know, that you couldn't just take home with you from the store, think about shopping local. I mean, there's so many good reasons for shopping local for big, big things anyway. But if you're having to have something shipped to you in a truck and it's coming from all the way across the country or something like that. You've got the shipping emissions with the trucking or on the train or things like that. So, you know, if you have a local appliance store or you have a local uh, mattress store or something like that, or bedding, you know, beds or giant couches and things like that, if you're pro-sectional and you're going to get things like that, maybe you want to think about looking local first. I mean, obviously, if you don't find something that you like, then you might have to go, you know, other geographic locations to get it. But you might want to try that first. You know, something else that I like to do is to think natural fibers, natural things for your home. So even for your windows. So rather than maybe some plastic or synthetic products for the window shades or window blinds, I like to use my, I love buying bamboo shades is one of my favorite things to put on windows. So that's something that's sustainable and it's natural. And uh, so that's something you can think about as well. Yeah. I love, I love my natural woven blinds. I don't know that mine are bamboo, but there's one of the natural wovens. Well, another thing that you can do for your home is to add some plants. I know that uh, they are going to add oxygen to the air and they do filter out some toxins that are in the air. And maybe just a couple of plants aren't going to do a lot for your air, but I still think it's worth having them for the emotional boost that they have. I mean, it's just 
uh, nice seeing beautiful live plants in your house, but you know, it can't hurt. So I, it's certainly something that I like to do in my home. And I'm sure you, uh, both feel the same way about the plants. Oh yeah. Even one little plant is going to do its job to try to purify the air and you know, you, you're not going to live in a terrarium, but yes, adding plants will go a long way on so many levels to making your house a better place to live in. So I hope you learned some things. We hope you learned some things today and got some tips. And if you have any great green or eco-friendly tips, we would love to hear them and we will share them in our next uh, listeners episode when we do your questions and read your tips. And for now, thanks so much for being with us today. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Thanks so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, then subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode.